Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the Nation School at Cool 97 FM. I have online Richard Reed and also Dr. Michael Abrams. Let me see if I can hear them and they are hearing us. All right. They say that it's always better the second time around. Let us see if Richard and uh, Dr. Michael Abrams is online. Richard, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I hope you're hearing me clearly. Clearly. Michael, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. So we are hearing each other well. First and foremost, let me say thank you so much, um, Dr. Abrams, for... Uh, taking up my offer to come on the show last minute. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, Richard. Yes. Overdue. It's overdue. Richard, I thank <laughs> you so much f- too for um, deciding to participate and help my me pleasure. out tonight in tonight's conversation. I am just going to remind our listeners that tonight's topic it's the basically the correlation with mental illness and domestic violence in jamaica because over the last couple of years because i'm not going to say months we have seen an upsurge in domestic violence and so one has to wonder if it's normal and we're looking at all the possible root causes of such behavior because people everywhere you go persons are saying no man something wrong it is not normal they're even linking um, certain types of behavior to the effects of the pandemic and we know that um, being in a pandemic something like this that most of us as a matter of fact all of us we have never seen a time like this so a lot of stressors and what a lot of persons don't understand and realize that mental illness is covers a wide range of symptoms it's not only, Andrea's looking at me, it's not only that man that you see walking or woman that you see walking down the street looking um, unkempt. It is, it is way more than that. Um, I'm going to invite um, Dr. Abrahams to come in and also Richard um, to kind of segue um, and men take over and run the show i am just here to facilitate (laughs) right i want to hear your perspective i'm also asking persons joining us via the world wide web we need your input on this and so i am just going to sit back and listen to hear um the male perspective on domestic violence and what is happening and how how can we actually stem some of the root causes of domestic violence and ultimately um, focus on um, mental illness and the stigma that is attached to it. Mikey? I'm here. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you for listening and I really, really look forward to interacting you and Ricky. You're breaking up a little bit, Mackie. Come up closer. Get a little bit. No, I have to thank. I want to thank Richie for helping, helping me with my own mental health. Mm -hmm. Because Richie's page on Instagram kills me. 
<laughs> same here, same here, same, same here, trust me. On Instagram, so when I have a hard day at work, I come and I go to Richard's place, it never fails. I die like a guy laughing. True that. And humor is very good for your health. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. As well as the DM conversations we have, which are not for public airplay. No, no. It would be a good idea to mention those. (laughs) Dre, be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't said a word. (laughs) So, wait. Where do you want us to start, Richie? And what do you want us to start? How do you want us to start talking about this? Well, let us let us let us start by looking at what we consider as Jamaicans' um, mental illness to be, and what is the facts surrounding mental illness. What we consider it to be, and the fact of what it is. I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know when you talk about mental illness, it's it's stigmatized. Mm-hmm, very well, much when so. When I start keeping an echo. Yeah, I think it probably has something to do with your, your... You have a radio on, you're near the TV. And, and, from this morning, we don't know if it's a topic radio on, and it's a topic radio on. We can know. hear that now. Yeah. Well... Richie, why are you taking my phone? Well, maybe, maybe too much... Too much Too much of us is online. All right, I think a lot of Jamaicans, when you talk about mental health, they think of what they call a madman. Somebody start craving man walking on the streets and them saucer drawers or no clothes at all, digging up garbage man. Um, but mental health, mental illness is a spectrum, really. Some people have mental illnesses and you would never know until, unless they tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are obvious because they are frankly what we call psychotic. When you're psychotic, you've lost touch with reality. You 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 think you're Superman or Spider-Man. You think you have superpowers. You can read people's mind. You can fly into outer space. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a spectrum, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for yeah. example, uh, I'm, I'm a mental health advocate. I have depression. I've lived with it for a long time. If I didn't tell you that, you wouldn't know. Although some people think I'm a half track from long time still. Yes, yes, but I, I, I agree with them. Richie, I'm talking to Anne, Richie, please. <laughs> so, so it's a spectrum because, for example, it, it does affect my daily activities and my life. I just acknowledge that sometimes my mood will drop very low. Um, and then you have, as I said, some people who, for example, have schizophrenia. And there are different types of schizophrenia, but when somebody has schizophrenia, they have what is called a psychotic disorder in which they've got, they've lost touch with reality, really. There's a spectrum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I just want to reiterate what Mikey just said, you know. Um, mental illnesses are basically conditions that involve, you know, your, your emotion, your thinking or your behavior. So in that case, a lot of us may have varying degrees of, of mental challenges. But to, to a certain extent, it is, for some, it is a lot more, hence it will be a mental illness. You know, so things like distress and problems 
um, with with, um, with with work, you know. As Anne had said in her preamble, this whole COVID situation may even help our aid to, to trigger a mental illness, you know, a, a mental complication. Dramatic changes in in um in our in our habits caused by by covid in our in, in how we function those can be triggers and those things can cause a, a mental illness a variation then you know and it's how we handle it as what uh, mikey had alluded to earlier will determine if we are fully gone over to that side or or we can maintain a balance and and um, whether the storm of covid and all of our other personal issues that we may be experiencing in life. No. Let me let me let me bring bring back up my mic um, because I don't want Mikey to say that he's getting a feedback <laughs> on his mm-hmm. end. Um, domestic violence. We see we have been seeing an upsurge of um, domestic violence in, 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 in Jamaica. I'm going to push it back to since an absurd since 2019. Um, Mikey, I know that we don't have the figures, but how can we link domestic violence to mental disorders? I'm not going to push it the limit and say mental illness, but mental disorders, disorders such as anxiety, um, depression. How can we link the two? Is there a correlation um, between the two? There definitely is a correlation. I mean, you don't have to have mental illness or disorders for you to have domestic violence, but when some of these disorders are present, it definitely places people in relationships at risk. And it's very honest, it's very complex because the causes are multifactorial. There are factors on both sides. So for example, let, let's take a heterosexual relationship where there's a, a man abusing a woman, for example. You have to look at factors that would make the man abusive and factors that would make the woman vulnerable to be in that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Because many times you find psychopathology on both on both sides, and it's very complex. So, for example, um, one of the most important factors to, to look at is socialization and childhood. Mm-hmm. Some time ago, I mentioned that when you had me on the program last, I spoke about this study called the A study, looking at the correlation between adverse childhood experiences and dysfunction in adulthood, not just mental, but even physical dysfunction. So there was a study called the ACE that looked at 10 adverse childhood experiences in childhood. That was redundant. I said adverse childhood experience in childhood, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Adults, yes. Yeah, forget that. So they they looked at these experiences. There are 10. They looked at them under three headings, abuse, neglect, and exposure to dysfunction in the home. Under abuse, they looked at physical, mental, sorry, physical, emotional, and sexual abuse. Under neglect, they looked at physical and emotional neglect. And under exposure to dysfunction in the home, they looked at physical, sorry, they looked at exposure to domestic violence, mental illness, drug abuse, 
having a family member being incarcerated mm-hmm. or divorce or separation as 10. So mm-hmm. the higher you score on that scale, the higher your score is the more likely you are to be dysfunctional as an adult. Yes. Now, what they have found is that when your A score is high, you are at risk for being in dysfunctional and violent relationships, either as a victim or a perpetrator. So if you are socialized in, a, in an environment where you see your father beating your mother all the time, or your mother getting beaten up by her partners all the time, or you are beaten a lot by a caregiver, and this caregiver is supposed to be somebody who loves you, but they beat you mercilessly, and they tell you because they love you, they don't know nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Or it could be because they tell you they don't like you. The fact is when you get older now, Sometimes your perception of what a normal relationship is worth. So you think that, you know, if somebody, when somebody beats you, it could be because they really love you. Mm. If they didn't love you, they wouldn't care enough to beat you. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just don't know what love is. Sometimes the, the, the human brain is weird. Sometimes people who have had an abusive childhood, when they're older, in their unconscious mind, they are drawn to people just like the caregiver who abused them. Because mm. mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen that happen in real life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It has. So your father is an abusive alcoholic. You grow up and you end up with a man who drinks while you've been abusive. And people wonder, what the hell are you thinking? But sometimes in your mind, in your unconscious mind, your unconscious mind sees this person and tells you, yo, that's my dad. And... I know I have the opportunity to make this relationship right, man. I know I can make it right. Mm-hmm. Because you see this person as your dad. And you're visiting that relationship. So you start a relationship with this person. And you think you can change it and make it better. But obviously you can't. And it becomes very dysfunctional. Another factor in, in our culture is that... When we talk about this thing about toxic masculinity, some people don't really understand what it means. They think it's something used to denigrate men or to denigrate masculinity in general, but it's not really. It's, it's, it's kind of exaggerated you know, what how a man should be. Like when you raise the boys, I say, boy, not to cry. Because, you know, we're, women are allowed to have a wide range of emotions, but men in our society, not so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So men are allowed to be angry or hungry or horny, but we're not allowed to be afraid or fearful or sad or insecure or lonely Mm. and the thing about our boys is that our boys get beaten much more than our girls Mm -hmm. research has shown that dr herbert gill an anthropologist our anthropologist has shown that studies have shown that our boys we meet our boys at a younger age and for a longer duration of time and we take them off the breast earlier too Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you beat a boy a whole, you, you beat a child a lot. There's a power imbalance. The child can't really fight you back. Mm-hmm. And that is a principle in science. Energy can't be created or destroyed. So that negative That's energy is going to come out somewhere at some time. And sometimes it comes out when you're older in, a re- in the context of a relationship. It, and your partner becomes a collateral damage. It's a, and it's a lot of factors, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I, and, I... And, and Mother's Day, I learned something that was very sad. I put a post on my social media page that um, 
if you have a mother who has abused or neglected you and traumatized you, you shouldn't feel obliged to celebrate on Mother's Day. <clears throat> and if you don't do it, it doesn't make you a bad person. And, and the amount of responses I got for that post, not only in social media, but privately in my WhatsApp, mm-hmm. by people who, you know, they send these crying emojis, saying they had this horrible relationship with their mom. Mm-hmm. And I find in Jamaica, you have this dynamic where you have a lot of homes with absent fathers and single mothers. And sometimes the mothers are stressed. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of kids, when they have these kind of childhood, it, it turns out as dysfunctional adults, it's very complex. Yeah. Richard, what do you think? Um, I, I think you, you touched on, a, a, in your, in starting um, this, section here, you're touching on a very vital point, the agents of socialization. Um, that has played a, a, a very vital role in how, how men are perceived, how men see themselves. If you see a man, as you mentioned, toxic masculinity, if you display certain kinds of behavior, you're viewed by your friends as, Trump, he's tough, man, he, 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 he's not ready for this yet, man. They don't expect or, or think that you should display softer behavior you know the socialization of the men on the corner is very is very important in a child's development especially if there's no guidance at home there's no nuclear family there's a school of thought that says from a boy reaches seven that's basically his character that will be developed in those formative years if you are used to seeing the the, 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 fa- the father or the father figure being abusive in your community or in your house in your in your in your um extended family then you think that is acceptable behavior and we have to break the, the mold and be the, the difference we as elders in communities we as even the church church people hmm. those who know better in the community need to go in and to break that mold and say, look here, this is not acceptable behavior. You can't show emotion. And I've seen Mikey at, at various points um, um, on Instagram have displayed um, certain uh, memes, as, as what he touched on earlier. And if you ever see the response, it's how people are socialized. And when I mean response, you know, big grown people who have some views that are, are quite shocking. And it is the way how we are socialized. If you notice, and a lot of the conversations that we have, it always has some elements of socialization yes, it in does. it. It does. It is very important. It's it something important. that I really love. It is a mixture of economics, history, psychology. Socialization has influenced how, how we view ourselves as individuals and how we, we react to with regards to being involved in a domestic dispute, in violence, mm-hmm. and how we perceive violence to to affect everybody around us. Let me turn my attention to one of the gentlemen joining us via the World Wide Web, Ian. And Ian says, AJ, the men in in the Jamaican society are accustomed to dominating their women. Accordingly, Mm -hmm. the pandemic or not, they feel no restraint regarding their treatment of women. If the society at large respected the women's role, in molding the society, then their regards for women would be elevated. Accordingly, mm-hmm. if the society positively promote that women's role is holding the family together 
and the rest follows. Yes, he says, we're overwhelmed by COVID-19, myself included. However, we must be cautious in elevating that as the cause for domestic violence. Parenting skills, hear that? Parenting mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. should be promoted as a public service announcement to influence society at large. Mm-hmm. And I truly agree with him. <clears throat> you know, I agree because... So, with um, Ian, that's Ian, right? Mm-hmm. So, when he was, um, what he was saying, and then with what Richard was saying and Michael was saying, I I, I feel like I got to the point where I, I like, you know, I'm just tired of hearing, we must do this, or we must do that, or in order for this to happen, that has to happen, or whatever the case may be. And I feel like, it reaches it, it gets to a point where it's frustrating to me at least because it's more talk than action you know it's 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 just easier said than done yeah we know what's going on and we know what could solve it but you know how are we going to do it you know and then <clears throat> Ian gave a good example mm-hmm. with the PSAs so that kind of calm <laughs> that kind of calm down calm you calm down. down just now because I, I like, I'm for me at least. I'm just tired of hearing. We this is happening, and I feel like, you know, we must do better. But what are they? What are we gonna do? What how are, are we? How are, yeah, yes. what's the better? How what's are we? Be- how are we gonna say gonna um fix the issue? We know what the issue is, and we know that it's supposed to be fixed. But you know, how are we gonna do it? Because if we're just gonna talk, then nothing is gonna be done. Can I comment on that? Sure. No, you see, that point you made a while ago, I totally, absolutely agree with you. And I am someone who, like, you know, shares my opinions, you know, publicly about a lot of these issues. And I came to the same point you did, where I'm tired of talking, hearing people talk, and not doing anything. So I, I have this... This, this idea I've been thinking about for a long time. And there are all this, a lot of domestic violence, you see, this is just a reflection of, of violence in the society in general. We are an aggressive set of people, we're very violent. Our murder rate has been in the top 10 globally for the past 10 years at least. I think we're in the top five in for the top several five. years. Yes, yes. Our murder rate is so high that the people being killed in Jamaica is the rate you get people killed in a civil war. Mm-hmm. and we've become used to it. So I have this concept that if you want to change a society, you have to look at how our kids are educated and socialized. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to. And, and what I've understood is that there are programs abroad. For example, i give you an example. There's an organization called No Means No Worldwide. And they have these programs they institute in schools to teach kids about sexual assault and rape. They teach the kids about the concepts of consent, boundaries, that kind of thing. And when they did it in Nairobi, Nairobi had a serious problem. Nairobi, Kenya had a serious problem with rape. And when they did that program in the school, the incidence of rape in Nairobi fell by 51%. And the teen pregnancy rate fell by about 47 to 48%. 
And 70% of boys in the program said that they actually intervened to stop another boy from raping a girl. These programs do work. So it came a point where I was just tired of the talking, talking thing, and I'd actually, I mean, I can't tell you this now, I'd actually reached out to the Minister of Education. I found a way to find her, and I said, we had a conversation, and I said, you know, I think the only way this is going to change is if you institute a class in school. I'm not talking about high school level. I'm talking about primary school mm-hmm. now, very young mm-hmm, kids. Mm-hmm. Where you have classes in the a class in the curriculum, and that class will consist the, the subject will consist of the concepts of things like respect, boundaries, consent, discipline, gratitude, kindness, empathy, conflict resolution, anger management, and comprehensive age-appropriate sex education, among other things. And you have to have these things in school from very young. And, and I must admit, you're receptive to it. And it is something that is being actively pursued. Nice. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just starting now, but I, I just like what was said a while ago. I'm tired of the talking, talking, because you talk, yes. but nobody's doing anything. Doing anything. But if, if you can get something like that instituted mm-hmm. in schools at a very, very young age, <clears throat> because let me tell you something. Foundation. But, I love these programs, when you read about these programs in schools abroad, a lot of boys literally do not understand what consent means. Mm-hmm. A lot of young men and boys think that if if I invite a woman to my house and she knows any like her, and she actually come to my house, it means consent for sex. True. Straight up. True. True. So from you come to my house, it means consent. So if I if I move on you and you push me off, me asking why you do, why you come here for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of boys really, really, really think so. And unless you teach them, and the thing is that we're not talking to our kids about sex and gender issues, so they learn it from the internet yeah. and their friends. Yeah. And when a kid learns from watching like a porn flick, the, the, the concepts of consent and boundaries and respect are totally lost. <clears throat> and I think that's a lot of it. That's where it starts from. It starts from where you're socialized. So going back to the, the violence thing now. A lot of men think, yo, a woman is my property. I run things. And in even the context of a relationship, I am always entitled to sex. I'm always entitled to be telling her what she must wear, where she must go. Yeah, a lot of women lives, a lot of women man tell them what to wear, what to go, you know. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, me do, go. Me, me, me try that, no. Me no, papi show. That's all I have to say. Me not try that. Me not try that. And me not say, me no, papi show. But then hold, hold, hold your thoughts, um, gentlemen. It is now five minutes after 10 o'clock. Let me take a quick break and uh, let us continue this conversation. Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the nation's coolest Cool 97 FM moving into another segment of our talk segment. And this segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Center. When you want it to grow, segment call the, the pro. Yes, the segment. segments. Yes. When you want it to grow, call the pro. At Evergrow, you can help the help. They will help you to master your home gardening skills and nurture beautiful, healthy plants. It's the perfect way to de-stress while you mold that gift of green thumb and encourage the love of nature in your family. Mm-hmm. And the operative word is 
family. AJ, <clears throat> while while gentlemen are you here, by the way. Yeah, yes, man, here. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, while we're on this topic, um, so we, as as Michael mentioned earlier, um, we're that program, and Ian, we're the program in primary schools would help. Mm-hmm. What about the parents? You need parenting 101. Right, because you go to school, you go in this class, and you hear, do better, this is how you do better. Good. But then when you get home, and then you see the examples around you, you kind of fall back to that. Some may slip through the crap, but some may fall back because that's what they're surrounded by. So... <clears throat> What about helping the parents, you know, and, and dare I say forcefully helping the parents because a lot of them <laughs> aren't going to be willing to, you know, sit and listen. Yeah, so true, Dre, so you know, true. So how do we go about that? Because I'm all about helping everybody. And let me tell you, um, let me give you a, a scenario. Um, so a friend of mine, she lives... Um, in one of those communities, right? One of the inner city communities. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a tenement yard, right? So you have like four or five different houses in the, on the one property. Um, anyway, so she was asleep and the son of one of, the, one of the neighbors went in her house, in the girl's house. She was, no, bear in mind she's asleep. Um, pull the door, sneak around some part, and eventually got in her room. Right? And then he started to play with himself over the girl. Mm-hmm. She's still in bed sleeping. Pull off him clothes, pull to loan him shots got in bed with the girl and start rubbing up on her and this is the part where she woke up and she ran out of the guy so you know naturally she's traumatized she's traumatized and you know calling her parents and family and friends and everybody and saying hey this happened and she's shaking and mm-hmm. all of that so naturally she went to the police station to report it alright now here's here's what here's what gets me upset and maybe because I'm not from that type of upbringing or in that social environment environment. but here's what got me upset the parents of the guy neighbors um, and everybody living on on that road is angry with the young lady for calling the police. Jesus. Right? Oh, Be- because, and their reason behind it is because, you know, they grew up together. And, hmm. you know, them can talk it out. It's a need for go so far. Now, my thing is, maybe talking will help. Fine. I don't, I don't see it happening, but maybe it will help. But, what is stopping him from doing it again? Because all what's, all what's going to happen is that they're just going to talk about it again. But these people, they are genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. 
that she reported it. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow, wow. Yeah, we, because, you know, something Mikey said earlier, that certain behavior in the society, and I think Ian had also mentioned it somewhere along the line, is that we have normalized certain negative yeah. behavior. Yeah. Right. And so therefore, um, the other members of the society within that community. Yeah. Th that's what that is why they so, are angry. And, the, the, you mm. know, their their reason behind it not going so far to the police is because not never happened. Not never really happened. You know, him never, hey. him never rape you. And, 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 and what, what, what compounds this yeah. is that there is no action in, on that level, in that community. But then, as, as you and Mikey said, Dre, I am really frustrated about our talk shop mentality. Because now and again, these things happen. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a national outcry, especially for the past two weeks when certain gender-based violence acts were committed. And even tonight, you saw it on the news, mm -hmm. where, where a, a, a group aligned to a particular party, and civic groups too, went out and protested about gender-based violence. And then it's a nine-day one, and then nothing happens. Action has to happen. And as Mikey alluded to, it, it has to have some form of, sad to say, <laughs> Is up it we have to go to that, but if it if needs be, we have to do it to ensure that certain values, certain skills are instilled in our in our young adults, in our kids from early, mm -hmm. from the and, primary and, stage, from the from the and, formative years. And why that is why what we have to do? And the reason why I brought it up is because I asked the question, you know, how are we gonna help the parents, you know, and and the elders in 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 that type of um, we, we, social we have bringing. to have a, a, a resolve as a body as a nation as a community but not only that we have to have the agencies within um government that are responsible for for social change for, yeah man for, for but how do we get them to do to, it to play a vital part in in improvement of conditions yeah they i agree to, but how do we get them to, to do it <laughs> because you, as 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 I mentioned before, we know what needs to happen. What we need to get but it done. But how are we gonna do it? We need to get it done. All right. All right. So, for, all right. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, like for example, if we are going to institute, institute something like that in the school curriculum, it, it, it's gonna be a group of people, a task force of a group of people for, with different skills. Mm -hmm. For example, an educator, a psychiatrist, a psychologist. Um, anthropologist, educator, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. And quite mentioned the parents earlier. All of us, literally. All of us yeah, right. right. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're going to do this in the school, and he said, you need parents who want to Definitely. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely, so we need some parenting have to be skills. And, educated. Mm -hmm. and even when you educate kids, it's important to educate kids about parenting from, from their kids as well. Yes. Um, it has to be done. You ask about how to change things. What we need is a mm -hmm. social cultural revolution because yeah. we normalize too many bad things. I, I feel yes. like, so I example, feel like, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, man, go on. You feel like what? Go on. I feel like some of these things has to be mandatory. It cannot be an optional thing. You know, no, so like it cannot be, be like a mandatory class. Yeah, like, even for the parents, they have to go. They have to dedicate some time during the week 
Sunday, Saturday, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one hour. Go sign a little piece of slip so you go. If you miss it two, three times, then you know you have to go pay some type of fine or whatever. But I feel yeah. like a lot of these things have to be mandatory. Yeah, Most, I agree. Because, I agree, for agree. example, I, I, I would give you something where, and I keep telling people in civil society groups and even government agencies that we need people who are very strong willed who will stand up to people who will stand in the way of progress. Definitely, definitely. So, so for example, we need people with, we need people with balls and God to stand up to certain people in the church. Mm-hmm. And when I say the church, let, let, me, rephrase, no, let me rephrase that. It's, it's kind of hard to say the church because it's not a monolithic group. Mm-hmm. You have Christians with different beliefs. Some are very rational and fair. But you have a lot of them who are not. And unfortunately, some of the loudest voices are some of the irrational ones. So, for example, the other day I was in a forum with some Anglicans talking about um, the abortion issue. And the clergy I spoke to, they were very rational. And one of them, a female priest, says we have to talk to kids about sex. And it's a conversation we're not having including many church folk, and it has to be had. And when they try to bring up the concept of sex ed in school, we have some people who totally recoil from it. But we need people to stand up and say, listen, this has to be done. It has to be age-appropriate, whether you like it or not, and it must be done. Because let me tell you something, I'm an, I'm an old person. So when I was in prep school, there was no way I could access pornographic videos, video footage of people having sex. It just was impossible in my time. Mm-hmm. Because in my time, there was no one. Even have, when I was in prep school, we never even had dish or cable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, kids in basic school, primary school, mm-hmm. can yeah, access, access to everything having no. sex. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if people who don't know better do not have these conversations with kids, they're going to learn from their friends at school and they're going to learn from the internet. So when, kid, when kids look at these things and they combine these images with images in pop music, like with pop music lyrics, the whole concept of, of consent and respect and boundaries, intimacy, relationships, um, commitment are totally, absolutely lost. Yeah. And, and the, the way kids are socialized about sex is vital, you know, in terms of how they view sexual activity when they're older. So if you learn about it from watching things, and Amanda's got a woman house, and she said, no, and then said, chum, and a liar, tell man, and you hear bum chicka bow, wow. <laughs> That's all the music, all right, Richie? Yes, yes. You know it, yeah, from what I've heard, from what I've heard. Richie, you <laughs> know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> the music not playing. She's like, "No, you didn't come here. You came here to fix my washing machine. Don't do that." And 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 then the man said, "No, man." And then him just they have sex. Mm-hmm. So when kids see this, them figure, "Oh yeah, well, yeah, man." At first, the woman said, "No," but she really mean yes. And yes, from Charlotte, when I told my turn up, something for going And if that's how you are socialized, that is how you're gonna see it. And the whole male female dynamic that. Man must take it whenever him get it and thing. It, it, it's going to be cemented in the heads of these kids. 
True, true that. I mean, what do you people think? Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. You know, one of my favorite sayings, and it's something that I mentioned um, on Saturday night going into 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 Sunday, which we celebrated Mother's Day. And I've often said it, and persons who listen to me will know that I do and truly believe that the hand that rocks the cradle changes the world. And has, as parents, a lot of parents, and I have to go back to, 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 to the foundation, and I have to also mention Parenting 101. A lot of parents in Jamaica, we don't have the skills. We don't have the skills to instill the values in our children because the, those skills were never instilled in us. As you said, we know that as a parent, we don't get our children with manuals. Um, but what I am saying to parents, especially those parents who have access, um, Richard and Mikey, who have access, which most of us, I, I'm going to put it at 98% of all Jamaicans have access to a smartphone. We need to find a way, because we're looking also at solutions. We need to find a way to get some tips to parents on how to deal with your child at the different age levels. And yeah, we're hoping, yeah. and we can only hope because we can, we can carry the horse to the water, but we can't force the horse yeah. to drink. Um, we cannot force a parent to come to Parenting 101. But we're hoping that with everything that is happening in the society, people will take heed. And, I, you know, when the incident um, occurred with the, with the, with the, with the, with the was it 14-year-old, Yes, yes. Something, something the father said that really played on my mind. Mm -hmm. And he said that he tried. He said that based on the relationship that the young lady had with the, the, with the, with the young man, he tried to stop it. Mm -hmm. And the, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is try, but how? Because as parents, we say that we're trying, but are we really using the right methods? How do we now know the right methods? Who is there to show parents the right methods? Something has got to be done in that area. Um, and uh, on, on that point, I'm not saying with this particular case, but um, Mikey can, I think Mikey will know that this um, term, IPV, intimate partner violence yes and, and that basically describes physical sexual or psychological harm abuse done, mm -hmm. done to a partner by a current or former partner or spouse now sometimes the parent doesn't even know that something is going on right i'm speaking generally because of the fear of stigma and fear of retaliation by the partners sometimes the the the, 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 the female in the relationship will pull down certain things because they, they know that the repercussions will be will be deadly, you know? But sometimes the parents do not even know. Now, in the case where the parents know, as I said before, and, and Dre said that there has to be some man, mandatory kind of, um, of, of, of um, by government, by schooling, by, there has to be some mandatory form of 
ensuring that certain things are done because there's a huge gap there. We recognize the need, but how, how is it that we will ensure that the parents do certain things, that the kids do certain things and they, 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 they get the education that is needed, as uh, Mikey had said earlier? There's a gap there that has to be filled. And the agencies, the respective agencies, are there to ensure that these things happen. But some way, somehow, it is it is not sustained. Sometimes it's not even started. But there has to be action from that level. That is where we, we need to start. That is where we need to start. Um, I, I agree with you. And I think, I think one of the issues I have is that I think we need to be socialized to respect science, research, evidence, data, and facts. Mm-hmm. Because it helps to put a lot of things in perspective. So, for Empirical example... Empirical evidence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, like, for example, this, this 14-year-old girl with this older person. And, by the mm-hmm. way, I don't like how... I saw a headline about she was referring to the man as her lover. He wasn't a lover. He was a rapist, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, I, think, I think that, that um, headline was quite yeah. inappropriate. So, um... The data shows, the evidence shows that girls, for example, who grew up without a father figure, a father, a father figure, they're much more vulnerable in terms of ending up in a relationship like that. Yes. I don't know what the dynamics between her and her stepfather were like or her mom. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, but there are certain things that tell you who is going to be at risk and the importance of having a, a stable family unit and a father is present and functional as well as a mother who is present and functional. And I mean, again, this goes back to sex ed again. Because a lot of, a lot of pregnancies in Jamaica are unplanned. Totally. And I think people need to understand that it's really best to plan your pregnancies. And it's best to understand how contraception works. And it goes back to, if you are socialized from very young to understand these things, a lot of these pregnancies wouldn't take place in the first place. So a lot of it has to go back to your mindset and how you're socialized to view sex and view relationships. And the environment in which you... Yes, it right always back, goes back to socialization. Always goes back. No, no matter how many hmm. shows um, that we have done, it goes back to socialization. And therefore, the agents of socialization has got to lift up their heads. I think that uh, for some reason, they have gone into sleep mode. They have gone into sleep mode and they now have to lift up their heads, as we would say, wheel and come again with some strategies. Because if we don't, it's it, way possible, we can't say nipping about because right now, boy, look like we have forgot to do some um, what it, pruning, mm-hmm. some serious pruning. <laughs> because this past bud stage, some serious pruning has got to be done to nip. Um, the, 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 uh, the violence, the anger that we're seeing in our society. But, but I'm going to, I'm just going to, let me just do this and, 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 and say something. Um, want to say thank you so much to Evergrow Garden Center. Evergrow Garden Center, they are the one stop shop for all your f- growing, your farming, and your gardening needs. And remember, you can call them up at 876-906-9916 or 876-906-9160. Evergrow Garden Center, when you want it to grow, call the pro. Now, this is how I am going to link um, 
domestic violence and mental illness most of the time tragedy the tragedies whether it is uh, your, 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 as a child you grew up um, in a family um, and you're surrounded by violence you're also surrounded by crime um, sexual abuse most well I wouldn't say most studies let me let me let me look at the the, the science studies have shown that persons who are subjected to this kind of environment most of the time these are the individuals that end up with some form of mental disorder so you see how um, domestic violence sexual abuse um, tragedy tragic situation can affect an individual mentally something mm -hmm. that Mikey said how it plays out how it plays out in the society let, 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 is extremely let, 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 let me just finish this Richard before mm -hmm. I lose my trail of mm -hmm. thought how as when the things that happens to us as children mm -hmm. the things that happens to our children when they get to adult it plays mm -hmm. out in the society in various ways and what mm -hmm. we are seeing now is a result of what took place in families maybe many years ago or what didn't take place mm -hmm. as you mentioned the triggers of mental illness i just want to add to that and um that we we have to mention that sometimes these mental disorders or illnesses can happen too because it is it is in the genes it's it's it it, it it is hereditary you know a history of mental illness can be can come from a, a parent or a sibling you know so it can come come in in that form as well as well as stressful life situations mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. financial problems as we mentioned earlier covid there are, there are varied triggers that can cause an aberration then to cause a, a disorder just to add to what you you just said yeah but as, as i said in, no. in, even at the, the death of a loved one or a divorce yes no matter the circumstance different persons will react different to certain triggers and it can just put them over to the edge and they may need some counseling and some guidance and some comfort there you know yeah mikey you're These still are stressful there times and stressful times and we we yeah, don't man. know what our brother may be going through that that does trigger them to to, to get off just like that at the, at the click of a finger so the, it's the situational stuff like exactly. um, what you were saying a while ago with the with the, you know, anxiety and stress so for example i want i want to mention something else that can contribute and it has to do with our men and how we handle stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because as I said before, we are, we are socialized to only have certain emotions. And we don't really open up as much as we should. And disorders such as depression are very, very common in our society, extremely common. Yes. And a peculiar thing about Jamaicans is that we tend to present with depression with what we in medicine call somatization which is physical symptoms. So for example, a white man in Norway is more likely to go to his doctor and say, and in Jamaica, people depression tend to present with physical symptoms. Like, you go back to the sleep for headaches, 
Then next month, you have backache. Then you have indigestion, you have neck pain, you have all different kinds of symptoms. But another thing with depression is that sometimes depression can be manifested as anger. Anger, yes. Yes. So, you, and you know, even with this COVID thing, for example, it's stressful for all of us. We are not supposed to be the breadwinner. And a lot of us are under stress right now. We're under stress financially, socially, mentally, emotionally. And even recently, someone was telling me about a situation where the, the husband is involved is in entertainment. And you know entertainment having it rough now. Very. It's rough. Mm. Anything Tell that, me about it. Anything that demands an audience or a crowd is, is just it's just not making it now. Nope. So his income has been severely depleted. Um, led to frustration and, and a lot of anger. Yes. It has reached a stage of, of violence. Oh, wow. But it's, it's severely stressed the relationship to the point it may fall apart. But you find with some people, it, it, will, it will progress to violence because if you are stressed like that and you don't have good anger management, it's very easy for that to spill over into violence. So what we're what dealing with is a lot of people who are stressed emotionally, they're stressed financially, and then they are confined in a house with other people. And sometimes you may be confined in a house with somebody who you don't really have the best relationship with. Mm-hmm. And that's why during the pandemic, there's a lot more, there's a lot of disharmony. Mm-hmm. A lot more divorce. More than you ordinarily have. Right, the, the reports objectively that there are actually more di- divorces, not only in Jamaica, mm-hmm. but other countries. Worldwide, worldwide. Some yeah, countries yeah. have reported an increase in, in, in domestic violence at home. So that's what I was saying, right? It's just very complex. What's happening now is extremely complex. I think it's just a lot of different factors. Some things we, we may not be able to do much about now. But some things we definitely can change. And when you look at the whole socialization issue, it can change. It's not going to change overnight. It's going to take years. But we have to start somewhere. And I think earlier asking what, what you can do, what we are doing right now is, is useful because people are listening. Mm-hmm. So when you have a forum like this and you have programs like this, the more we have these things, the more people listen and they will learn. You have your social media pages. You just dedicate some of the posts to this. And you just keep going. Definitely, definitely. Mhm, mhm, mm-hmm. true. Um, I want to kind of go back to something. I think Mikey um, mentioned it, um, and I want to go back. Coming out of last week's show, um, we delved into um, some of the the reasons why persons stay in an abusive situation. Oh yes. Um, and once again, we have to go back. You mentioned it before, Mikey, but I want to want you to kind of revisit it for me. Um, when there is a there is a clear guideline, and you gave us um, ten pointers that says if you maybe answer how much eight out of ten or ten out of ten. Yeah, man, the aces, man, adverse yes. experiences. Right, that's ten of them. From, from you start to reach three and above, mm-hmm. you start to have some level of impairment of function or you're at risk for it. Some people are very resilient. So they may have a high score and be okay. 
But from you start to go beyond three, then you're at risk for dysfunction. And, and the research has shown that if you have a high score, you're more likely to end up in an abusive relationship, either as a perpetrator or a victim. And you can't come out or you don't want to come out. Which one it, it is? It, that you can't, but what you asked is a very, very important question because before I began to understand much about human behavior, I would see these things and ask, well, why don't they leave? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of reasons why people don't leave. So, for mm-hmm. example, if you if you grew up in a, in a, in a home where you're abused as a child, like you're a little girl, like you're told you're ugly, you know, I'm not to nothing. Your father absent, your mother keep taking different man who abuse you, and we tell your oh. mother run you. Mm-hmm. So your self-confidence is zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes it very hard when you end up in something like that to leave. If you're socialized, that you're beaten a lot, and you're told that it's because they love you, and you associate that with being loved, psychologically, it can be very hard to leave. And you see, when you're a vulnerable, they've been saying in Jamaica, don't be known for frightening. Mm-hmm. Some of these men know exactly which men to link up with. Yeah, true yes, that. Yes, yes. Right. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, I say, I, so I say it woman, all the time. So when you're a woman now who lacks self-confidence and you meet a man with, for example, narcissistic tendencies who gaslights you, like you tell anything, they start one day to get mad because man will denigrate you, insult you, and then socially isolated because some of these men what they do they isolate the partner mm-hmm. so they fracture the relationship with their friends and with their family so they have nobody to turn to right, right. some of them yeah. isolate them and they make them financially dependent on them mm-hmm. yes i was, I was going to mention the women from working forces yeah they ban them from working them said they will work mm-hmm. they isolate them some of them deliberately impregnate them so they have kids for them and they feel obliged to stay. Tie them to them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when people don't leave, it's for cultural reasons. Mm-hmm. Sometimes family will stress them too. And mm-hmm. sometimes, sad to say, the church can be, religion can be an issue. Hmm. Because there are issues I know of. I've read of and I know personal cases where somebody's in an abusive relationship, they go to clergy. Yes. And they are told to respect the sanctity of marriage, they must stay. Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes when people leave, they're actually ostracized by the church. Yes. I know more than one person who left an abusive relationship, and the people in the church stopped talking to them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. family members or members of the church stopped talking to them. Yes. Too. I know of cases like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too well, well, God said, whatever got together, no man put us not to say, I can't leave. Mm hmm, mm hmm. It's a multiplicity of cases. Mm-hmm. Sorry, a multiplicity of reasons why. Mm-hmm. And it's been shown by research that a woman makes an average of about seven attempts to leave an abusive relationship before she finally really does leave. And then when she does leave, there's a risk of being injured or killed. Hmm. So not a reason yes. why some women don't leave. Mm-hmm. Some women are mm-hmm. told that if they leave, they'll kill them. Mm-hmm. I know women who've been in situations like that. I've looked after women in situations like that. There are some women who, when they leave, they have to gradually... And I know somebody, what she did was gradually move things out of the house by little. 
until she got the plane ticket and everything. And one day she just took the remaining things I made that clean. They, they kind of left the country right away. Because some of them will die. Mm -hmm. I knew somebody who died when she left. Mm -mm. She, he threw acid on her and that was the end of her life. So it's very easy to look on and say, why you don't leave? So for example, mm. there was a, a famous case the other day with this man who beat up this woman. And he was just told to hit her. And it was in the media that they both went to the police and people are saying, why doesn't she proceed with, with, with the, the whole case? Why she doesn't leave? But these things are so complex, you just don't even know what the dynamics of yeah, the relationship are. we don't are. know the dynamics, yeah, yeah. It's easy to be on the outside and look in. Sometimes I tell people that people are, are you know, especially women in abusive relationships are like drug addicts. It's like an addiction that they find it very hard to break and it can be very frustrating for people who love them. Because you reason with them and tell them you should leave, they say, yeah, man, I have to leave, I have to leave, I must leave. And then 10 years later, they're still there. Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of it has to do with socialization. If you raise, if you raise a confident, strong girl. Strong, independent person, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very unlikely, should we end up saying that? It's true. And if you mm -hmm. raise a boy, if you raise a boy to be respectful and to understand boundaries and respect, uh, you're not going to get him treating women like that. He's just not going to be on his radar at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. yeah. I, I want to touch on, on two points that, that Mikey mentioned. I think that the, the church has fallen down in dealing with issues like these. You know, in school, what I, at university you learn that religion is the opiate of the masses or the opium of the, 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 the masses and the oppressed. Because we are taught, our, our church goers are taught that, yes, man is the head of the whole soul. You, you need to start situations. You, 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 you need to, to be obedient. And you know, that does not mean you should subject yourself to abuse. That does not mean you shouldn't have a leg to stand on. That does not mean that you're not an equal partner who should have a voice. And I have, ex I have experienced it in... in I've, I've been in church for, for years when I was young growing up. Uh, yes, Dre, I, I was in the church. <laughs> <laughs> you was in church? In church, but far from that. No, I, 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 I used to be in church and I have no regrets. I've learned a lot of things how to public speaking, etc., etc. But there are certain aspects of the church, as Mikey said, we need to talk out about it. No, Andre. The doctrine in the Bible says, yes, um, you, you need to support your husband and so on, so on, so forth, and ensure that you have a, a good, long-lasting relationship. But that does not mean that you must accept every inappropriate behavior just because you're, you want to be seen as the the docile and the beautiful wife. We need to speak out. And the church, the church in itself needs to realize that it's not everybody going to come to church perfect. If, if, if everybody was going to church perfect, then we, we I suppose they would, um, we, we call it, you know, they would have sinned already. In other words, the wheat and the tears must go together until the day of harvesting, as what the Bible says. So you will not have perfect situations there. So the church realizing that these situations are in there, they must know that it is time for them to fix it. And the church, you know, is a vital socialization 
agent, a socializing agent, the church, the school, the workplace, all agents of socialization. And the church is one of the most prominent, if not, as I say, in Jamaica, you have the most churches and you have the most bars, yes? Oh, by the way, bars are socialization agents, you know, mm-hmm. before we're drunky. But anyway, uh, that aside, right, back to the church now. Drea <laughs> <laughs> mentioned that for you, you know, the Roman. <laughs> yeah, but the church needs to play a vital role in, 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 in this whole conundrum that we're in now. One of our, yeah, well, but Richard, before you go on, I have to say this. Maxi Nanmon, he said, no, the church no fall down. Them drop long time. Um, long, oh, drop, gosh. Yes, yes, yes but it's true. <laughs> they ha- they have completely yes. disconnected from the realities of the society. I think they have disassociated themselves from, from, from this yes. world. As mm-hmm. the song said, this world is not my own. I'm only yes. passing through. So they're just, they just they're waiting to pass through. They're waiting to pass through to go somewhere else. That else, yeah. I don't know what that else is yeah. because we have a duty to our brothers and sisters on the yeah. face of this earth to love and to guide them. Look here, so Anne. D- them just have passed through. Look here, Anne. The church, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of, of friends that I that, that, that I had, um, they weren't able to, to, to go to school as often for economic reasons and so forth. So the church became their mother, father, uncle, mm-hmm. auntie, and so so if you don't get sustenance from the church, where are you going to get it from? <laughs> so we cannot underplay the importance of of um, members in the church putting in certain things and say, look here, man. They have family life ministries. They have. They need to be more active. It cannot be that the church will speak about, oh, casino is out now, and so we, we, we're bonfire upon that, and that, and that. There are other important issues. We need to start from the base, family life. And this is the role they need to play. You see, even more. One of the e- e- oh, by the way, yes. Before I forget, now, as uh, the second point that Mikey mentioned, why people don't leave, um, we, we we have to mention the um, the economic factors. There are a lot of persons now in the inner cities that they do not have a choice. They cannot leave, apart from the fear of retaliation. But that man provides for them mm-hmm. yes they play the mind games and everything and whatnot sometimes i realize that the mind games ain't played on them you know but but when i'm talking I'm for next door and say boy he did me not me not a choice you know because you know i have dedication me and the money so we just have to stick it out until such time and the good thing is they are the exceptions they realize that there there is a deficiency and eventually they build up themselves you know they get a job, um, they, they, they get the schooling, and eventually they, 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 they inch their way out of that situation. Might not, as, might not happen as often as you would want it to happen, you know? But it does happen. But it does happen. But the economics, economics of it, especially in these times. Now, if, 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 if you um, used to sell outside at the dance, you have a, a, a soup pot. You have a jerk chicken. No, no, there's no entertainment, no. And if the man at home can provide for you, even if you treat your body, you don't have no choice but to stay. You have no choice. I think Mikey was trying to say something. No, I was saying something about the religion issue. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say it again. Although we use the church, the term the church loosely, all denominations are not the same. Make that clear. 
Definitely. Yeah. Um, but um, one of the problems is, you know, having, I mean, I spent most of my life as a Christian. I was, I was indoctrinated, like most of us. Really, Mikey? In the church. Pardon me? Mm. No, I said, really? I, I'm shocked. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I was. That's, that's why I'm so familiar with the Bible and, and doctrines. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, okay. Part of the problem is that, for example, with science, there's research and data and evidence and things change. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you look at how we treat peptic ulcer disease, ulcers in your stomach, in med school, we're taught that you get ulcers because it's an imbalance between the acid that's produced and the things that defend your stomach against it. Mm-hmm. Later, we found out that there's a bacteria that bacterium that is responsible for that, partially responsible. So we use antibiotics now, as well as antacids, okay? So we evolve. When it comes to religious dogmas and doctrines, sometimes they're rigid. So for example, when it comes to the whole violence thing now, there are parts of the Bible that talk about wives submitting to their husbands. Mm-hmm. There are parts of the Bible where Paul spoke about a woman not being permitted to teach a man anything. Mm-hmm. There's another thing where Paul wrote that women must be silent in church. Don't say yes. until I'm gone. Yes. So there's this, there's this, there's this patriarchal thing. Uh, and there's this thing in the Bible that if a man divorces, if you get divorced for any reason other than adultery, and you get married again, you commit adultery. And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're in a, a marriage and there's a lot of violence, it's beat up. But you have the evidence of adultery. There are many church people say, well, you can't really get divorced because it is adultery. Or if yes. you do get divorced, they tell you, you can never get married again. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. And and without, and they don't approve of intimacy outside of marriage. So they're basically mm-hmm. telling you for the rest of your life, if mm-hmm. you make a decision to marry a man and that man beat you up and it's not your fault. Yes. Once you leave, you know, intimacy and companionship for you don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, because I remember I was on a radio program some years ago, and it was an Adventist pastor. He said to me, "Once you get divorced, if it's not adultery, you cannot get married again." Mm-hmm. And these are the things that hold over people's heads, and it's dogma. The, the, some of them put dogma yes. and doctrine above the human condition. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's a problem. And when you have that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. some of these people cannot be reasoned with. Yeah, yeah you know, and, yeah. And, and, and that's a problem. It's a real problem, and that's why so many problem. people mm-hmm. who are religious in these relationships, they're stuck in these relationships because they fear being ostracized by the church. Stigma. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Well, guess what, guys? The clock on the wall wow. is telling us that um, it's almost time for us to wrap things up. DJ Dre. Whoa, already. Yeah, already. Whoa. Already. Whoa. Let me say thank you once again to Evergrow Garden Center. Evergrow Garden Center. Their friendly staff is ready to help you with everything you need for your beautiful home gardens. You can get your ceramic pots, fertilizers, plants, seedlings, greenhouse structures, and so much more. Remember to like their Facebook and Instagram pages at Evergirl Garden Center. And you can join us next week for another exciting talk segment. Borichi and Mikey. Oh gosh, oh, no. I, I can't believe the time went. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think we, we did an like excellent job in laying the foundation, and then we, we started going into it because we, we have to 
to outline the socioeconomic issues that underline this and we, 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 we build up. Oh gosh, we're really, we're really just getting into it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, guess what? It's something uh, that we have to delve in on, 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 on more than one occasion. It's something yes. that we just can't have these conversations and um, give persons guideline and just leave it there. Something that we have to reiterate, something that we have yes. to continue yes. to do so that we too can be an influence. We too can be an influence on what is happening in our society. So what we came out of this conversation with and um, the strong points of this conversation, it says, guess what? It boils down to agents of socialization. The family plays a very, very important role in what we do, in, 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 in how we deal with conflicts and, 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 and how we relate and cope and adjust to whatever is happening in our society, which includes domestic violence, gender-based violence, whatever form of violence, how we deal with that is very important. Mikey, is there anything that you want to add before we wrap? You're breaking up. Nothing to tell you, Mikey. No, man, I'm fully intact. All my parts are here, Anne. Yes, I'm hearing you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yes, I just feel very honored to be invited to be a part of this. And I hope it reached some people listening to the discussion. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate it. Yes, and I appreciate it. And Richie, we'll catch you. up in the DM box. Sorry, go again? We'll catch up in the DM inbox. Yes. Check my inbox. We will no, that's it. We will catch up in the in Instagram DM. In oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. Definitely, yes. sir. Definitely. <laughs> so, Richie, what we need to do, and, and, and I hope that our listeners are listening, because, you know, I'm never worried about cool listeners. You know, I know that they're well-educated and well-informed, and they have mm-hmm. listened to this mm-hmm. program and other programs. It's the persons that don't listen... It's the persons that don't take time out to learn. It's the persons that don't take time out to capitalize on a time like this because there has never been a time like this and we understand everything that is happening around us. But there are also some positive things happening in that information is at your fingertips. Yes, yes, definitely. You don't have to accept any situation. And when I mean you don't have to accept what Anne say, you can go and you can learn for yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? See, you can learn. No it's the information no, no age. Mm-hmm. So if information you have... In, yes, and you can find several... Oh, yeah, people say, we can't find nobody to help you. The, you can... Just like how you can find thousands of people to press the like button on your page or whatever, you can find help. It is available. Mm-hmm. It is it available. Is. Mm-hmm. It may not be absolutely free, but it is available, people. Mm-hmm. You need to capitalize it. We need to help. We need to we need to help ourselves to get out of this mental slavery. Yes. Because yes. violence of whatever form is a form of mental slavery. That means you have yeah. no mental yeah. control. Mm-hmm. So Find help. 
seek help. Find help. Uh, and, yes. and, and not and at the bar. In, in closing, if I can say something quickly in closing, with, with, as you said, it's an information superhighway. So I, I, I saw this um, on that highway, that the five warn, warning signs of, of mental um, disorder or illness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One, a long-lasting sadness or irritability. Yes. Two, extremely high and low mood. Mm-hmm. Three, excessive fear, worry, or anxiety. Four, social withdrawal. You see, somebody just, just keep to themselves, eh? And fifth, finally, dramatic changes in eating or sleeping habits. Yes, yes. So if we're observant and we, we, we see our family yeah, and it. friends acting uh, differently a, a certain way, it may be the, 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 the first signs of a, a mental issue. Mm-hmm. So speak to them, you know, advise them. Refer them to somebody who can give them guidance, counseling. Because as, as, as everybody um, has said on the program, that these are very harsh, challenging times, economically, mentally, in every way you can think. This pandemic has, it has never been experienced before. And just imagine there are certain sectors in society now that are on lockdown, as, as Mike had mentioned, as... Dre can feel it. The entertainment <laughs> industry is totally shut down. And so the frustration looms. We need to look out and look for the signs. And let, let's help each other. Let's help each other. But it doesn't negate from the fact that um, at the upper level, government level, at the church level, at these major, at school level, major agents of socialization need to play their part as well to ensure that mentally we can cope, that we have each other as a resource. So we don't have to have mental issues and then we resort to domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Let's there help each other, man. Let's help yeah, each other. There you have it. We know what to do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. Thank you so much, Richie. Great to be here, Lady Anne. Dr. Dr. Mikey Abrahams, thank you. Maxine, you're right. People are afraid of the truth. So they will not do the research. And that is so true. When we're doing the research, it will show up our inadequacies. And it's not so much the truth about what is on the paper, but the truth about ourselves and who we are and what we contain in our vessel. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful night, Richard and Dr. Abrahams. And we will make another link in the near future. We're going to go to the... You're welcome. Thank you. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.